Evening everyone, welcome to another episode of the Golden Goal Fantasy Football Podcast. In this particular episode we're going to cover Sky Fantasy Football and particularly Game Week 29 and as always I'm joined by my good mate Sam. How you doing mate? Very well mate, very very well. What about yourself? Yeah, not too bad. I gather we both just made a transfer in Sky tonight. I think we're both proud Harry Kane owners now. Um, Just waiting for him to go off injured (laughs) in the first half. Yeah, or just return to his mean, which is blank. One, you know, one of them's going to happen, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. That's that's what my story <laughs> of the season's been so far. How, how's your week been in in general? Your your game week been all right? Yeah. Oh, mate, I've not. You know, I'm not here to play any violins and stuff. But I've just had not had the greatest season, and I was always eyeing up the Walker to Gabriel move, and I thought oh, I'll do the Walker to Gabriel move because. Arsenal might well keep a clean sheet and get past in v Brentford. 93 minutes or whatever it was, they go and concede, don't they? Um, luckily, there weren't really much in it because obviously uh, Spurs and, and uh, City was a bit of a thriller. But yeah, honestly, nothing fascinating. I've dropped um, dropped a couple hundred places again, but then I've got, you know, we've obviously got another game week coming up now and Trent's back in the team. And yeah, I mean, yeah, we'll see what happens, but... Yeah, I've just brought Kane in. I've actually made four moves last week, so I've set myself. Obviously, we'll go over that in a minute. Yeah, do it now. I've got, I've got your team on the screen, mate. You feel free, far away. Have you? Oh, so I'm just going to roll straight in, am I? Yeah, so... Yeah, and this is what going back about earlier, playing the violin. I went with Jota from, from Overhaul, thinking Jota will firmly outscore Ronaldo over the four fixtures that were... Um, Leicester, Burnley, Leeds... Uh, sorry, Norwich and then Leeds... And I'm still convinced that he would have, but like, get Halls, Halls versus Leicester. Then he's got like a dead leg in training, so he doesn't train, so he's dropped for the Burnley game, but was due to start. So you're thinking, yeah, that's a little bit of bad luck. And then he goes off in the Champions League and doesn't even play Norwich. So it's just like fully backfired anyway. So I removed Jota um, for, I did a little bit of a rearranging really. I had no cover from, from Wolves. I had no cover coming up from Arsenal. I had no cover from Southampton. So I've actually taken out Laporte, Webster, Jota and Walker and brought in Brozier, Kane, Kilman and Gabriel. So I'm now like really well set. I, I sort of wish I hadn't... I, I kind of wish I hadn't done all the moves. You know how it is, mate. On match day, sometimes it's a bit of a, a temptation because um, I had quite a few transfers so I could get through it. But... Pope's left me a really good problem and it's just like I can't take him out because I was actually going to do Pope to Saar or to Ramsdale mm-hmm. but just ended up leaving him for fixture volume and the fact that he basically gets four four points you know as minimum at the moment with saves bonus so yeah so that's what I've done really and yeah not I mean Pope actually was one of my best returns look clean sheet um Kilman did bugger all on the Sunday. Gabriel oh, did, did. Did you actually have Kilman nothing. as captain by the looks on Sunday? Well, I guess you didn't have a United player, did you? No, no. Which I wasn't overly worried, believe it or not, about Ronaldo, um, which was, you know, rightly so. Um, Bruno's turned out to be the better asset from United, isn't he, over this sort of, over this little period. Trend didn't start. And then, yeah, like City obviously conceded three goals, but Cancelo still comes away with three points, but he's owned by every man and his dog, 98.1%. Bit frustrated. I brought Coutinho in, didn't I, like last before the last game week. Um, two blanks. And then Rafinha comes off the bench and hauls, doesn't he? So, no, no, sorry, no, not hauls, but scores. Yeah. Sorry, yeah, I know got a yellow card. Um, so, yeah, a bit frustrating there. 
Yeah, Jared Bowen, shots tier. Yeah, and Gallagher obviously didn't play because it was Chelsea. Um, Brozier gets me shots tier. I'm happy with Brozier. I know we've had a conversation about this. That's just one of those players you can leave in all season if he starts. Like, I wasn't expecting him to pull down trees, you know? Like, I wasn't expecting flipping 20 pointer there. So, no no stress on that one. Webster missed out, didn't he, on the Saturday? Uh, with a, And that's, that's been the theme with Webster, isn't it? Like, before overhaul with little niggles and that. So, just pulled him out for Kilman. Um, yeah, and then Salah kind of did spit the semi-business against Norwich. Um, probably could have been a bigger haul, but again, every man his dog would have been on him. So, it's just maintaining rank with that. So that's my week up to date, mate. So nothing fabulous, nothing exciting, really not not moving forward, not really dropping back too much. Um, kind of just waiting for the season to end so I can kind of start next year a little bit. But um... <laughs> I wouldn't be that disheartened, um, but... mate. We're only, well, just over halfway through, aren't we? I know it's like we're up to what game week is called, I think game week like 20 whatever in, in Sky, Seven, game week 20, 29 yeah. or whatever but yeah we're only halfway I still feels like we're barely halfway through the season so I think there's enough time for you to get in a bit of ground mate yeah I've still got good transfers in hand bearing in mind I used four I've still got 16 left but I'm I'm set now I'm literally covered on all the captaincies um, and as we'll discuss later the new fixtures I'm set on all of them as well I know that it was a little bit of a disappointment wasn't it for everyone expecting all these amazing flipping fixtures to come out and on all hell to break loose, which I actually would prefer because it would steer away from the template. Um, it hasn't happened, but yeah, I'm, I'm all covered. So I'm sort of set on that front now and I've got some moves. So yeah, I'm going to keep, keep plugging away to the end of the season. And um, yeah, that's the whole purpose of it, isn't it? I'm not overly, you know, I think uh, there's a lot of discussions that go on, on online about the game and like people getting very disheartened, but, you know, it's a great hobby, isn't it? It's you know, regardless if you do well or not, you know, not, not so well. It's still great to, to 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 be playing and bantering with everyone and all the on on, on online stuff. So, yeah, I'm happy either way, mate, and enjoying it. So, um, good finish is just a Brucey bonus for me. Nice one, mate. That's the right way to look at it, in, in my opinion. Yeah, absolutely. Just flash up my team. Yeah, Custer Cream FC is sitting proud in 937th at the moment. Um, so, great yeah. name. Great name. My favourite biscuit in the world, those are. Um, yeah, not not too bad. I mean, similar sort of story this week to, to you, really. Um, yeah, nothing nothing to, to, to blow my mind. Pope, I had similar players to you, so Pope, Laporte, Cancelo and Trent. You already told that story. I've still got Walker in my team at the moment, but he will become either Broyer or James Ward-Price. To be honest, I, I still haven't decided which one of them I'm going to pick. Because um, ultimately, they're going to become a Chelsea player in a week's time anyway um, for me. So, yeah, it's just a toss of the coin on the night, really, as to who I want to pick. And then, like yeah, like you, I've got Kilman, and he'd be my captain on Thursday, so tomorrow. Um, yeah, I didn't make the Rafinha to Coutinho move, which so far has, has, has seemed to have paid off. Obviously, Coutinho, um, yeah, blanked this weekend, and Rafinha, we didn't play, so I was quite disheartened when I, when I heard that he wasn't playing. Um, but yeah, came on in the second half and after a few minutes, he, he, he knocked in a goal, which was great. Um, Bowen, I think it was his first like proper blank for quite a while for from what I can remember. Um, I think he even hit the crossbar in the first half. So yeah, he, he came did. as close as humanly possible to, to scoring. And yeah, Gallagher blanked because he played. He played Chelsea, but he's got Watford next. So yeah, any anything can happen in that game. Um, Salah, great captaincy performance against Norwich, and he's my captain again tonight. We're doing this on what, Wednesday, the the twenty third. Um, 
So yeah, Salah's my captain tonight against Leeds. Really expecting Liverpool to, to do well in that game. And then I've finally got rid of Ronaldo tonight because I had an excuse to do so. Um, and I brought in Kane. That doesn't show on screen. But yeah, I brought in Kane for Ronaldo tonight. And yeah, excited to, to finally get rid of him. Yeah, rated as one of the best players in the world. But he's not been great, has he, so far? No, I really weighed up that move tonight. And it was actually Frank's FF stuff that just... And the chat as well, really. Like um, Tottenham have got five to the three over um, one, two, three, four, five. Yeah, five over three for City. And Kane starts all the time, doesn't he? He's got he gets shot shot volume. You mentioned that stat last week. So yeah, Laporte to Kane. I'd, I'd like to think he would outscore him over the three, but it actually wouldn't surprise me if he doesn't. Yeah, we'll see when I flash out the fixtures as well. He's a great captaincy shout at the at the weekend. He is, mate. As well. Yeah. So that's what I'll just flash up a second. So I've got fixtures for well, just tonight's games. As I said, recording this on the twenty third of February. Um, so we got Watford, Palace, um, Burnley, Spurs, Liverpool, Leeds. Yeah, Salah's my captain. Um, as I said, brought in Kane against Burnley, and I've got Gallagher against Watford. But I think yeah, you'd be a brave man not to captain Salah tonight. I guess you're on. You're on the same, mate. Yeah, I've got Salah and Trent in, um, in 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 the Liverpool team. I've now got Kane and I've got Pope, obviously, in goal. And I've got Gallagher as well. So, yeah, I've stopped the armband on, on, on Salah. Nice one. Then tomorrow, oh, I was quite disappointing. Like, you've managed to get Gabriel in. And it was my plan all along to, to bring Gabriel in for this game. Because I, I think, yeah, he's the standout captain on the night. Um, it's just unfortunate that Webster got injured. So, I had to bring in Kilman, really. So, oh, my... My mindset on Kilman, but yeah, I'm jealous of your Gabriel for 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 tomorrow night. Yeah, I think he should do well for you. Yeah, I want to stick the armband on him, and you know, it wouldn't surprise me. I think Arsenal have been pretty resolute at the back, and they're at home, so a ten pointer would be lovely. A, a twenty point captain, but I'm not going in with any. Um, I'm not going in with huge expectation, mate. You know, it's probably the best way to be. Uh, and then, yeah, into the next game week, we've got on Friday, we've got Southampton, Norwich. Um, like I said, really, I'm still, I think it's a toss of a coin as to who you pick between Breuer and, and Ward-Price, really. I think I'll probably go Ward-Price just because he'll be the most owned on the night and probably has the most routes to points. Um, but yeah, I wouldn't want to tell anyone either way between between Breuer and Ward-Price. Or, I guess well, you've already got Breuer, haven't you, mate? Yeah, and I just... Brought Bro Brozier in on the um, on the fact that he can sit in there as long as he's starting. He can be the Dennis of pre-overhaul and just sit there all season and pick up a goal here and there, assist here and there, shots bonus, man of the match. You know, just two points will do me, and then that allows me to do way more with the rest of my team. So yeah, armband on Brozier. Not expecting much. Norwich have been so much improved, haven't they? Well, so much improved, but they have made an improvement recently. Um, I don't expect that to be three or four nil. I'd imagine that to be actually quite close. I think Norwich will score as well. Uh, something like a one-one, two-one. Southampton is my is my prediction there. Yeah, Southampton rarely like completely blow a team away, do they? They'll score one or two goals maximum, I reckon. But yeah, if it comes through Breuer or War Price, we'll all be we'll all be happy. Yeah, we will, mate. Uh, and then on Saturday, first game of the days, Leeds um, v Spurs. Then we got Man United, Watford, Palace, Burnley, Brighton, Villa, Brentford, Newcastle, and Everton, Man City. Um, obviously, quite a lot of the game are going to hold both. Uh, well, some will have Son, some will have Kane. We'll either have a Spurs asset and a and a Man City asset. It's 
a bit of a tough call for me on Saturday, actually, who to who to pick as my captain. I think I'll probably go for Kane just because I'm sure he'll start and Leeds have looked really, really leaky. And I think the way that Spurs play will be will be pretty much perfect against Leeds. You know, quick on the break, counter-attacking football. That seems to be where Leeds sort of fall apart, really. So I think I'll I'll captain Kane. But yeah, Cancelo against Everton. Although you don't see the teams, he's, he's an option against anyone, isn't he? Yeah, he is. Yeah, um, I'll be on Kane. For sure, because I'll see the lineup, and I like the thought of Kane and Son v v Leeds. I think this is a real Son st- style game, spacing behind. Um, yeah, if I had Son, I'd, I'd I'd go with him. It was a toss up actually tonight to go for Son or Kane, and I just go with uh, when I have those decisions. I think if I got the money, I'll just go with a player with that slightly bigger ceiling. And I think it's close, isn't it? But I think it's Kane that's just got that ability to get like a hat trick out of nowhere or or like two goals, shots bonus, man of the match. Um, yeah. Not that's no disrespect to Song, because Song is absolutely quality. I just think set Kane always edges in that little bit um for for ceiling. But Son's been the more consistent and better player this season. So I think if someone's on the double up, then yeah, you know, I think if you want to go with with what everyone's doing, then they're gonna you should go Kane. But if you want that slight differential and still getting Kane's points um stick it on you know stick it on son I'd love to have both for that game but I don't think I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna do it yeah same here and to be honest I don't know I've nothing against son in like the likes of FPL and fan team where he's a midfielder I think yeah arguably a better option than Kane but in Sky I don't think I've ever actually owned son if I have it's only in like like you say in a double up I, I always prefer Kane and he if they get a penalty Kane will be the one to to take it as well so that's another thing. It's also that man. Of, it's also that man of the match thing. It's like British darling, isn't he, Kane? So like, if he scores a goal and like does anything half decent, like against City, he's he's shooing for man of the match, isn't he? Yeah, exactly. And his shots, but his shots um, volume is usually pretty good as well. So you're thinking like, gets a goal, gets shots bonus, man of the match. You're looking at like 12, 13 points for that. So um, I'll take that all, all day. But as I said, Son is 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 not a bad option at all, and I know a lot on Son. And he could punish our conversation right now on that day. I don't think Tom. There's too many other options that day, really. I'm. I wouldn't. I wouldn't like to have had to risk a, a City player. Um, I wouldn't have liked to wait till five thirty to see if Cancelo no, started. Be a painful few hours, wouldn't it? Yeah, and there is no real other standouts in there to me. I mean, um. Yeah, I don't fancy. I definitely don't fancy a Villa asset or, or Brighton or anything. That's a quite a funny game. That one, Palace Burnley. That's a nothing. If you add a Bruno, maybe still left against Watford or a De Gea. Um, don't think the ceiling's incredibly high, but you might come away with a 10, 10 to eighteen pointer dependent. Um, yeah, maybe it's a Bruyne or something, but you just don't know what Pep's going to do, do you? And you just don't want to wait to that to that lineup. So I think the best option is definitely in a Spurs asset. Do you think most people will move move to Spurs tonight or or go in on Saturday? Yeah, I think most people. Well, a majority of that top one K have got Ronaldo, so I think they'll all want to get rid of him to Kane. And I think even your position where people don't actually own a Man United player, I think they'll still look to even maybe move a City asset onto Kane as well. So I think Kane and Son will become really quite high-owned tonight. And also, he's, he's... if people don't even hop on them tonight, I think they'll be tempted, just by seeing the team against Leeds and that they're both in it, I think they'll even be tempted to buy on the on the day as well if they resist tonight. 
Yeah, I mean, it was a toss-up for me tonight, but then I thought I'm going to get Kane away at Burnley, um, and then I can then captain him, obviously, barring an injury on, on against uh, against Leeds and saves me that problem. And then with the fixture volume, it was, ended up being a bit of a no-brainer. He's 21.8% top K at the moment, so it'd be nice to check that when it's updated. Yeah. Because <laughs> uh, if you've brought him in and I've brought him in, then there's going to be quite a few more managers that have done the same thing. So we'll check that one um, like tomorrow or something and see, and see where he's at. Yeah, cool. Um, I don't think there's much to talk about on Sunday 27th. West Ham at home to Wolves. I think, yeah, well, we both got Bowen and Kilman, But yeah, I think Bowen's still like 96, 97% owned in that top 1K. I think, yeah, Jarrod Bowen's the, the, the prime captain for that day. If I had Saar, I would probably stick the armband on Saar. But I don't. <laughs> so, <it's>, um... <laughs> but I know there's a few listening with it and I think he'd make a few saves that game and it sort of wouldn't surprise me if that finished kind of like a nil-nil or or one-one or something. I know one-one's no good then for the clean sheet, but um, I ugh, Wolves don't concede many. But it is at the the London Stadium, so yeah, well, yeah, I'll be on Bowen, but I think Sars a good shout for that day. And obviously, West Ham are pretty high up in the league, but the last couple of games I've watched of them, they've they've not looked like they've not lit the world up. I mean, Jared Bowen's in a world of his own at the moment, but if he's not performing or or scoring goals, West Ham don't seem to be doing a great deal. Um, so, so yeah. I, no, I like they don't. Idea. Antonio looks lost at the moment, doesn't he? Yeah, he really does. Yeah, Saar picked up, saves tier two v, v Spurs uh, when they played them and also v Leicester. So, yeah, you, you, you sort of, you think in a 10-point return there, but I think Bowen can do that without scoring as well. Like he's getting a, quite a bit of shot volume and he's lively, isn't he? He's always a good shout probably for sort of man of the match or whatever. So, yeah, I mean, I don't think there's too much in it on that day. Um, I think that'll be the popular choices, Kilman, Bowen or Saar. And I think majority of the people will go, will go Jared Bowen. Um, and this might be a bit of a, a different one on Tuesday. So we've got Burnley at home to Leicester. Um, I've got to decide myself whether I want to cover, cover this game with the Leicester asset. I'm thinking probably not because I've got Nick Pope. And whilst he's probably not the ideal captain on the night, like we, like you said when you talked through your team, I think he's a shoe in for at least a saves bonus. And to be honest, without using a transfer, that'd be that'd be good enough for me. Um, I don't know if I was just it's to just... name the best captain on the night. I think Vardy could. Well, I've heard Vardy could potentially be fit. Um, and if he played against Burnley, you'd, yeah, you'd almost yeah, you'd say he's probably the best captain. But yeah, I'm, I'm perfectly happy with Nick Pope for that game. What about yourself? Yeah, I'll be on. Well, I'll be on Nick Pope. I don't. I don't want any Leicester players at the moment. I think Tielemans, regardless of he's a, in Sky, he's a little bit um, kind of form proof, isn't he? In terms of Leicester, in, t- in terms of getting returns, I think he got a four point in the last game, for example, against Wolves. Um, so if I was to bring one in, I, uh, yeah, he got he got shots tier against Wolves, and so I'm just looking at his returns here: four, three, ten, four in his last four. So. I think Tielemans will always tick over, um, but I'm not going to bring him in just yet. I think if I see a little turn in Leicester's fortunes, I would bring Tielemans in. So for that reason, I'm going to go Nick Pope because I'm happy for an eight to ten pointer. Um, and if they don't get a, if they get a clean sheet, you're almost guaranteed. You're almost thinking if they get a clean sheet, then Nick Pope's going to be on good form, and you could be looking at a man of the match and a 20, 24 pointer or something, couldn't you? So the ceiling for Nick Pope is actually pretty good and why he's got the nickname of like single match day king. So 
I specifically left Pope for this game, so I'm hoping for a return there because I would have either gone Saar or, or Ramsdale um, instead. So, yeah, I'll be on. I'll definitely be on Nick Pope that night. Cool. That's it for next game week's fixtures. I thought it would be worth, although as we said, they're not exciting. I've just got the new fixtures that were announced by the Premier League just today. Um, so they've announced well, five days worth of fixtures in all the way in April. So even if it's at the moment, right? I don't, I don't know. I don't seem, I don't really plan this far ahead anyway. But just to show you what the right. fixtures are for for April on Saturday the second, got a couple of games: Liverpool, Watford, and Man United. Leicester have been scheduled. But yeah, all the game owns Salah or another Liverpool player, so you're covered there. On Sunday the 3rd, you've got West Ham, Everton and Spurs, Newcastle. Again, that's why I'm not getting too excited about them, because I think we either will all own a Bowen or a Son or a Kane, so you just captain one of them. Monday the 4th could be a bit interesting. I mean, most of us have got a, an Arsenal player or, or Gallagher. Um, Crystal Palace have got Arsenal. I think on the night, probably Ramsdale, in my opinion, is the best captain for that game. Um, so I might well, unless there's an easier hop-on point earlier on, I might well move Pope to Ramsdale with this game in mind um, and then stick the armband on Ramsdale and, and hold him. And then Friday the 8th, we've got Newcastle Wolves. So it's the second like single game day that Newcastle have in the next month or so. Um, but I think I'll just hold Kilman to be honest, for this game. I don't really fancy a, a Newcastle player. Anything anything to add to that, really, on Newcastle Wolves, mate? I, um, again, a lot of change will change between now and early uh, early April, but I have I wouldn't hold Kilman just for that. I think I've got Brozier as my enabler. I wouldn't be holding out for him because Newcastle are on all right form, aren't they? And they're at home, so they might well score. So it's not, not a shoe-in that he's going to get a a 14-pointer or 18-pointer or whatever. So, at the moment, as it stands, he'd probably be my captain, but I wouldn't be holding out for him there. Yeah, Palace-Arsenal, my my intention was to keep Gabriel for the rest of the season as long as he stays fit and, and on Arsenal look half-decent. There might be a, there might be a double-up option for me at some point with Ramsdale as well. I think they've got some nice fixtures. Um, yeah, and the rest are just, like you said, some we're all going to own someone from one of those teams, like you said, a Bowen or a Son or a Kane. So, it's... Yeah, it's just that's a fairly standard release of fixtures, isn't it? Um, have you got any interest, Tom, in any Newcastle? Better conversations been floating around, isn't it? Yeah, there has, and I've seen a few people touting St. Maximan, and I, I wouldn't want to talk anyone out of it, but for me personally, he just seems to pick up a niggle every two or three games, and then he misses one. So I remember it like this weekend, I think I was listening to the radio while I was driving somewhere, um, and Eddie Howe mentioned that... that St Maximan wasn't fit and didn't play but I don't think there was anything in the press conference beforehand to suggest that he was injured and then he just didn't show up in the lineup, similar to what Webster did at the weekend um, so I think yeah, if, you pick, yeah. if you go for a Newcastle player it's probably St Maximan isn't it um, yeah, he's, he's he's flagged right now mate like you said yeah. he's flagged right this second so and he's patchy return isn't he because he, he'll kind of do absolutely nothing maybe he'll look good but it'll be a two pointer and then out of nowhere, you'll catch his double-digit haul, but it's catching that double-digit haul. I think if you see him in the t- in, in the lineup that night, it's a single match day, um, or you see him in the lineup on the next one coming up, and you think you know he's gonna he's gonna do well. When you've got transfers to burn, then he could be a nice differential. But yeah, I think there's nothing more frustrating than having a player that's that's good but injury-prone, and then in midfield where it can typically be a string of twos, and then a 
a haul at some point, but catching that haul is is extremely difficult. So, yeah, I've got no real interest. There is another player, though, that I have got an interest in. I, whether I'll do it or not is a different matter, but it's Joe Willock. Mm-hmm. So he got the goal and man of the match against West Ham, which got probably people looking and thinking, but he was pretty good at the end of last season. Um, he likes to tackle, mate. He's had a couple of tackle tiers, uh, bonuses. Um, obviously, he's missed a couple of games, but yeah, he's probably... You know, potentially one to watch if you want a little enabler in there. And again, he could probably sit for the rest of the season. If he picks you up four or five points a game at seven point eight million, then you'll be and you'll be a happy boy and a couple of um couple of captaincy potentials in there. So I think he's a he's a, he he's he's a player to keep an eye on for sure. Um, well, that, I didn't quite finish. There's a couple of games on Saturday, the 9th of April as well. There's Everton, United and Villa, Spurs. But again, like, like I keep saying, we, we'll all probably own a Spurs player. So I think you just stick the armband on your Spurs player uh, or cross the bridge when it comes to it, really. I, I think we'll all own a Spurs player anyway for that, to be honest. Yeah, so it looks like, barring a huge drop of form or an injury, Kane's just going to be a hold now till till the end of season, isn't he? Yeah, completely agree. Unless it's a daisy chain or three for one or, you know, yeah, we're always going to have to daisy back to him anyway for these. So seems like quite a sensible move to bring a Kane or a Son in um, for tonight or at the weekend. Yeah, and I think a point to make on, well, both Arsenal and Spurs and, well, United as well, even though they've not looked that good, all these teams, like, fighting for top four, they will have something to play for until the end of the season. So, you know, it's not like Man City where they're probably going to rotate if they've wrapped up the league in, in March or April, but the likes of Arsenal and Spurs will be going right to the end and, yeah, their best players will start every game and have real, yeah, real motivation to keep doing well. So, yeah. I Agreed, agree. mate. Yeah, absolutely agreed with that. Um, so, yeah, as usual, th- thank you everyone for sending in your questions. We've got quite a few to, to go through here. Um, starting off with Gordon Bell. Um, so, yeah, he's we, we covered one Newcastle single game day here, but he was covering the other. So, Newcastle and Everton play each other in, I think it's in March. Um, it's a tricky, he describes it as a tricky single day fixture to cover. Um, and he's asking the two of us if we'd cover it. Um, and, yeah, he's saying... If, if we're covering it, which side and player do we go with and where is the potential hop-on point? Um, I don't know if you've got the fixtures in front of you, mate, to go through the, the hop-on point, but from my perspective, I'll be skipping it. That's why I've just asked Sam if he had the fixtures because I haven't done a great deal of research into it. Um, but I think on the night, I don't know, I I think Calvert-Lewin's probably like the best player of the two teams, but even then he's, well, he's hardly played, has he? You'd like to think he'd be fit for that game, but... Um, you just never know with him. And obviously the two goalkeepers as well, potentially, you know, if one of them gets a clean sheet or saves bonus, they're both pretty pretty handy for saves. But for me, it's just a game I'll, I'll likely be, be skipping. <coughs> yeah, I'm not going anywhere near um, Jordan Pickford again. Torrid time with him last season. Oh, I'm going to skip it completely, actually. I think at the moment, um, I'm, sure there's, um, I'm sure there's a hop on somewhere. I mean, worth having a look at Frank's thing. Um, but yeah, I said I've not really looked into it because I don't really want an, uh, a Newcastle or a, a, an Everton asset at the moment. I said Willock, I think, could be an option. But you're, you're, you're right, mate. I think the best the best option there is absolutely um, Calvert-Lewin if he's fit. Do you think if he starts to bang or starts to show some consistency from now till then, you'll, 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 you'll rethink things? 
it's happened with Harry Kane, hasn't it? We wouldn't have considered Harry Kane as an option a few weeks ago. Um, and he started banging in the gut. Well, it was one one outstanding performance against Man City, and we were all, we're all keen on him again, aren't we? Um, yeah. So yeah, if Calvert Lewin puts in a couple of absolute worldy performances, then I think it'd be hard to say no. But right now, I'm I'm not interested. Um, but yeah, you can't say you can never say never, can you? No, it doesn't look like any major opportunities in terms. Of, obviously, you'll be able to sort of get out of someone with their previous game week and then getting someone someone else. But doesn't look like there's any huge opportunities there for Newcastle, um, Everton. Yeah, Everton have got yeah. Yeah, so it's just one, I think one, one to keep an eye on, mate, for sure. Um, I'm the same with you on Dominic Calvert Lewin there. I just do not want to, like, yeah, I get it doesn't have Hall written all over it, does it, from any player? And uh, I've missed a couple of singles this season already, and I've actually gotten lucky with them. And I think that's another one where I'm thinking, you know, if it's Liverpool Leeds on a, on a, on a single game day, you, the, the, the upside for Salah is massive, isn't it? Um, and therefore, you've got to do it. I just don't see much in those two teams where Calvert-Lewin's going to come out with two goals and man of the match or something. So at this at, at this point, especially if you've sort of average transfers, let it go. You'll be able to make that make that um, transfer up somewhere better later down the line when everyone's run out and, and stuff stuff's still left to play for. There was that last season, wasn't there? When that Ferran Torres that goes and bags like a hat-trick against Newcastle or something, when um, Man City had basically won the league or, or whatever it was, and Pete, I had no moves left or something, and a few people brought in Ferran Torres, and it was a 38-point captaincy haul. And you're thinking, well, you're not going to get that from Calvert-Lewin or St. Maximan on a on a Thursday night, are you? So that could be where it could be left to, to, to better use. Obviously, that's just my thought, my thought process on it. Yeah, I think that's perfectly, perfectly sound, mate. Um... So Sam SkyFF, I've just been checking my phone to look at the fixtures to answer this one. So Sam's asked us, when is the best time to go for Chelsea defenders? And he also asks, would it be silly to skip the Southampton single game day? Um, so I've just had a look at the fixtures and I was previously yeah. planning to just buy Rudiger on the 5th of March. Um, but Southampton play twice next week. Um, so, well, they, they actually play three times. So they play on February the 25th. Um, they play on the 5th of March and they've got a game against Newcastle on the 10th of March, um, whereas yeah. Chelsea have one fixture on the 5th in that time. Um, so judging by all of that, I think I will be hopping on a Chelsea asset on Sunday the 13th of March for Newcastle and selling, selling my Southampton player for them. Yeah, I'm just looking at FF stuff now. You're absolutely right. They've actually got a string of time, haven't they, where they haven't actually got a game. Um, and most teams have got two, like a lot of teams have got two more games over them. So I just filtered City, Liverpool, Chelsea, and Southampton there as a four. And everyone bar City have got four, you know, uh, Liverpool and Southampton have got the four there to Chelsea's two. And it's that little bit of a period of no game. And then, yeah, Newcastle, Norwich, Brent, but the end of season runs really good for Chelsea, isn't it? Yeah. I'm yeah, just, absolutely. my little bit of concern with Chelsea is. Um, do we have got any news on the Kovacic injury? No, I, I, I did. Did he get injured last night? Did he? Yeah, I don't. I don't know how bad it is. So it's just watch and wait on that because I think Kovacic is one of those players that just make Chelsea better overall, when especially defensively as well. I think. I think if you look at their last kind of, I know they were uh, performing uh, above the mean um, with Mendy performing so well in goal and had that run of of of, of lots of clean sheets and stuff. 
But when the fullbacks got injured and then Kovacic got injured, there was a there was a then a, a sharp drop. There was a drop off. I yeah. think Kovacic is a, a man of control in that central midfield, very similar to Thiago for Liverpool. Um, I think if he's missing, regardless of Kante, I think if he's missing, then it it makes them weaker defensively. Of course, by that point, we could have more cent- uh, uh, wing backs back when we reach James probably back by that point, but. I'm just going to keep a firm eye on, on on Chelsea over the coming weeks, and I think the the Sunday the thirteenth, Tom, that you've raised is a is a is a nice entry point because we would have seen then, um, yeah, we would have seen kind of them v. I think what they got Burnley on the fifth. Yeah, or they got like Burnley, that. and then the second leg of what they're doing in the Champions League as well. Haven't they? Yeah. So. Exactly, mate. So you watch those those games. Um, that's only defensively that I'm interested in Chelsea. I'm sure it's probably the same. Is that the same for you? Yeah, mate. Rudiger. Well, that's the next question, actually. So we're going to answer this for Norman for him. But yeah, Rudiger and Silva are the two that I I fancy. Don't really fancy the rest of them. But yeah, Rudiger and Silva look like pretty standout options. And yeah, like you say, might not be the most convincing defensively, but particularly Silva just picks up passing bonus every game, doesn't he? So yeah. He likes a header as well, doesn't he? Likes a headed goal. So I think they're um, they won two 0 last night, didn't they? The thing is, I can 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 we see him sort of prioritising? Yeah, he's going to want to get top four, isn't he? And just look at it now; they're four points clear of United, but with the game in hand. So if they do well in the if they're starting to like string together in the Champions League, you might see a bit of rotation in the Premier League. This is why we get stung in uh, Sky every year, isn't it? Did you get stung last year on the Brighton single? Was it when like you played? Didn't even play Mendy, did he? he played like Kepper, and he just dropped everyone um, last season. I think I'd had as, with it. Yeah, I'd had Aspi or uh, as as a for it, and just no one played, and I ended up didn't have an, having a captain. And we see that with Pep as well. So it's just that rotation risk is, especially with Champions League. Um, and if Chelsea have got third place, well, top four wrapped up, which looking at it here, yeah, I can't say they're not going to get it. Then will Tuchel then use his tombola and start seeing players dropped and rotation and all that sort of stuff. So I think that's one to bear in mind. Um, but he like, yeah, he likes Silva, doesn't he, at the moment? Yeah, and he's Silva staying fit. He's looking good. Um, he's they've obviously had some Champions League games mixed in already, and Silva's played pretty much every Premier League game so far. Um, yeah, I don't think that'd be the case, but we'll see, won't we? No, I, we'll I was see. just about to come on to that, yeah. I think that's where we'll start seeing a bit of silver rotation. Um, I just don't think any sensible manager would not play a 37-year-old three times in seven days, would they? So, Do you yeah. think he's going to prioritise him for the Champions League if they continue to... I don't think he'll prioritise him for anything. I just think he'll he'll just manage his minutes. I don't think there'll be a priority competition. I just think when his minutes get too high, he'll get he'll get a bench in. That's that's how I see it happening. I don't think there'll yeah. be a priority call. Um, which means yeah, it could be either a Premier League game or a Champions League game. He gets dropped in really, and well, I guess like if they're clear, what did they say? They won two 0 last night, didn't they? You'd suggest they're probably they're probably through. They, he might get a, a rest in the next leg. But then obviously they play a team next who they need to beat. So yeah, we'll see. Yeah, I I, th- I think against Lille away he'll go strong defensively because he's just going to want to win that one nil or nil nil or whatever. Um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see. As I think, like anyone, just wait and see how that unfolds for Chelsea. I think people are going to want to hurt. I've heard loads of talk about hurtling into Chelsea. It's just getting the right players, isn't it? 
I think for me, Rudiger is the absolute the absolute guarantee. I mean, he will pretty much play every game because, yeah, he's Tuchel's favourite, isn't he? I know he's a bit of a contract situation at the moment, but he seems to be playing every game. So I think Rudiger is definitely the one I'll pick and then I'll assess Silver when the, when the time comes to it. Yeah, cool. Uh, our good mate and fellow podcaster, Clean Sheet Wipeout, he asks us, which players do you think will go under the radar for the run-in post the international break? Um, any any thoughts on that, mate? Um, well, I think the <laughs> the problem is, of course, they don't go under the radar for long, do they? Because the uh, F, the Sky FF community um, very quickly uh, pick them up. Obviously, we know fixture wise, Chelsea have got nice fixtures. Um, Leicester have got nice fixtures if they can if they can sort of wrap it up. So maybe a couple of assets from there. You'd like to see maybe Kane go on a bit of a, a, a on a bit of a run, um, whether or not that'll happen or not. But I haven't really got anyone that I'm sort of earmarking that's a bit under the radar that I'm trying to keep from from anyone else at the moment. Have you sort of got anyone, Tom? Or? I've got I've got one. Um, <coughs> I like it, mate. I'm all ears, so we can so we can all shoehorn them in. Well, I tweeted him out at the weekend. It's just whether you want to take take the plunge on him. Really, I I really like the look of Saka. Um, if you look at his recent games, I'll just I'll just reel out the points from his his last games because I I think he's really he's gone quite under the under the radar. So starting from well, we'll start from the fifteenth of December. So he got a game where he he scored eight points against West Ham, ten points against Leeds, nineteen points against Norwich. They won five nil. He got two goals, man of the match shots tier. Um, scored and got man of the match against Man City couple of blanks against Burnley and Wolves. And then this weekend against uh, Brentford, he scored and got shots to it. And his run into the end of the season is is pretty good. Um, so, yeah, I think he's been averaging like seven points a game for the last 10 games. 2.5% um, owned in the top 1K at the moment. And as I said, they'll have something to play for right up until the end of the season. Um, so, yeah, really like the look of Saka. I probably, he's just I not the type of player I'd pick, but yeah. I think he's a good Yeah, player. same similar for me. I actually going back to that question, I like the like a Gabriel or something like that, one of the Arsenal defenders. Um Watford, Liverpool, Leicester, obviously in the double, um in FPL terms anyway. Uh Villa, Palace, Brighton, Southampton, United, West Ham, Leeds, Newcastle, Everton. You could see quite a bit of passing, but I can see quite a few clean sheets there and and passing bonus for um for um Arsenal there. So, yeah, I think an Arsenal sort of defensive asset could certainly go under the radar. What I don't think it's going to be is typically what we've seen, haven't we? It's a player from a side, you mentioned it a minute ago, it's a player from a side that's um, really fighting for something. Obviously, the, the title race is still open, so, you know, we'll see. But, yeah, I think it'll be from a team that's, yeah, like it could be an Arsenal, couldn't it? For sure. Where that sort of good run will, uh, from, from from a player will come from. Yeah, and I know it was one game, but that Swedish chap Kulusevski, Kulusevski from Spurs, he looked pretty oh, tidy yeah. against City too. Um, wouldn't yeah. tell anyone to pick him based on one game. Wouldn't tell anyone to pick any no. player to be honest. That I say, but um, yeah, he looked pretty bright, so one to keep an eye on. But yeah, like you said, teams with things to play for are the the ones you want to be targeting. I think. Yeah, mate. Yeah, absolutely. And if you find that gem, let let us know. 
Uh, our good mate FF Dempsey, he asks us, so he's got his third team set up, um, still got the full um, repertoire of 40 transfers. Um, it's his last resort this season, sorry to hear this Dempsey, but it's his last resort this season to, to go for one of the, the monthly prizes, he thinks. Um, and he says, yeah, if so, is it best to start setting up for that now? I mean, I don't know really, I think you've got, what, three, four months left of the season, you've got March, April, May. I think just pick the month you want to attack and, and go for it, really. Um, I wouldn't want to tell you to go for March, April or, or May. You'll hopefully know the fixtures going into each month. So, yeah, just pick your poison and then, then make a plan, in my opinion. Yeah, and I think if you get some, like, if you see that, I don't know, the, the title's wrapped up and Chelsea have got top four and, you know, those sorts of things towards the end of season start start kicking in then, you can make plans around that. I guess at the moment, the advantage of going for it is that everyone's still got stuff to play for. So strong teams are going out um, or are, are certainly getting put out. But um, yeah, I think you've, you've, you've answered that one pretty well there, Tom. Sort of look at the fixtures, see who's got what to play for and then and then go for it. I know Demps is a, it, Demps is a maverick by nature anyway. So I know that for sure it's going to be sink or swim for Dempsey. He'll either absolutely nail that with the picks that he makes or it'll be, um, you know, it won't be uh, so good, which is exactly what you want for those manager of the month things, isn't it? You want to you, you want to be all in. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, I think we've already answered Luke's question. Um, but yeah, he's just, I think he's he's made his mind up about Newcastle Everton. I think he just wanted some confirmation that it was a skip. I think we've already we've already said that. Um, and yeah, just mentioned Trippier, um, but obviously he's, he's injured. But yeah, he was a tempter if he if he wasn't injured. Um, yeah, he, yeah, he definitely was. Then a couple of questions off an account. 32J, um, he asks us, is it worth punting on Livramento for that Spurs, uh, sorry, for that Saints single game day rather than Ward-Price or, or Broya? Any, any thoughts on that? I saw something rattling around earlier. I'm only I'm only stealing this from what I saw. There's a Southampton insight, and they were saying they're not entirely sure that Livermento is a shoehorn straight back into the side. Um, so yeah, that might be a it might be a watch. He's been injured, hasn't he, um, Livermento for quite a bit, hasn't he? Yeah, yeah. Just going into their team now. Can't remember Peru is he? I don't know how it's I don't know how it's pronounced. P e r r a u d. He's played a little bit of football, hasn't he, at wing back for them. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I know we've got a 12-pointer against Everton, but I think it's just a, it's a, it's a watch and wait. Then again, they've got good fixtures, haven't they? It's like defensively, Norwich, Villa, Newcastle, Watford, Burnley, Leeds, that's their next ones. Um, do you, I don't I just don't massively fancy them defensively, um, uh, um, Tom, I don't know about you. Yeah, I don't know. I would, I would like to say my two favourites are Ward Price and Broyer, and I think, but I couldn't, I wouldn't want to tempt anyone to go either way on those two. I really do think that's a bit of a flip of the coin. Really, Livramento is definitely a, a rogue shape for me. I think with James Ward Price and Broyer, you you don't guarantee yourself bonus, but they're pretty good at picking up shots, tackles, or or passes. You know they're they'll probably get something like that. But Livramento, I mean, you've got maybe tackles to rely on and then it's clean sheets and attacking returns. I, I just don't fancy him as much as the other two. But yeah, I wouldn't want to, I wouldn't really want to talk anyone out of picking either three. But I think for me, my two favourites are Ward Price and, and Broya. He's missed quite a lot of football, hasn't he? Just going for his returns here, he's missed quite a lot of games. Um, but yeah, you're right, Tom. He got, he got an assist and then the tackles yeah. tier v, v Everton. 
So potentially, he, I mean, if you see him starting the next few games and he's kind of looking, he's getting some bonus and he's a good shout, isn't he? Yeah. But the majority <laughs> of players will be on Brozier or, or, or Ward-Prowse. And I think probably Ward-Prowse, as you said earlier, he's got many routes to many routes to points. So, yeah. And then he asks us another question. Um, yeah. Laporte and Walker out of the two, which would you move on first? Um, just in my head, comparing the two players, I think in terms of how nailed they are to start in the Premier League, I'd say they're probably quite even. They're likely to, to as likely to start as one another. Um, I'm just going to break it down basically to how they score their points. I think Laporte is probably more likely to get passing bonus as well, just because of the way they play. He makes more passes than Walker does. And to be completely honest, the way he's been scoring goals this season, I'd actually have Laporte as like the more attacking threat as well. Um, I know yeah, Walker's I a, a fullback, but I'd fancy Laporte going forward a bit more as well. So I think based on that, Walker's my least favourite out of the two and the one that I would I would move on first. <laughs> and it's the one I'll be moving on first anyway because I'll be taking him out for, for a Ward Price or a, or a Broya and leaving Laporte. The Walker's like my third or fourth favourite, or favourite's the wrong word, but third or fourth preferred asset from City for that reason. Doesn't offer a huge amount going forward. He's a bit sketchy on, on on passes, and then he's potentially rotated as well. I know Laporte is, but Laporte's been a massive threat. I I sent that stat the other week, didn't I, with shots in the box for players, and Laporte like over the course of the season was right up there, um, for attempts in the box or yeah yeah yeah. So he what you see is a a, a huge goal threat. Did he have a header disallowed earlier in the season as well? So. Um, I actually think Laporte has more routes to points for sure. But I think you've said, Tom, they're both equally as nailed, aren't they? Um, I did hear uh, Pep come out and have a little bit of a pop at Walker uh, after the, the, the Tottenham game. So wouldn't surprise me to see Walker dropped as a result of it. You yeah, know? he was mugged for that first goal, wasn't he? I think I remember he was yeah. right out of position when, when Son got in. So, yeah, exactly. Well, thank you everyone for your questions and that just about wraps it up for what we plan to cover, really. Anything else you wanted to, to mention at all, mate, that we, we haven't covered already? As I always say, mate, we've probably bored them to tears already so I'm um, I'm happy to let them all go. No worries. Okay, well, thanks everyone for listening. Um, yeah, if you're on YouTube, leave us a like and, and subscribe and yeah, try and give us a rating on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen to it too. Really, really appreciate any any support you guys can give us. Yeah, thanks for watching. Cheers, guys.